This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Volume. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Thursday, August 11th, Angel Numbers. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. A real, it's a real Angel oh, Numbers. Wow. Now. <laughs> Sheesh. What if we took a hard ass numerology crystal turn with no notice to people? They just turned it on and it was just it was just us talking about what specific time we were born. <laughs> Bro, we argued about rats and squirrels. I think they done signed up for everything, G. <laughs> Two podcasts about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches back to back, arguing till we sweat, bro. <laughs> we'll make it fun. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler, back, back in the States. I'm back stateside. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? <laughs> stateside is the dumbest word, bro. State- oh, my God. <laughs> well, Jethro uh, Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. And uh, this is going to be a good podcast. Just uh, just a heads up. Just an advanced notice. This is a good podcast. I'm that always makes me nervous. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm putting the pressure on you. Dog. But don't don't say that either. 
Come on, right. man. I Let's just have a pod. Okay, Let's we'll have, have a pod. pod. This is going to be an average, mediocre podcast. It'll just be a pod. It'll it's be just a Jenkins and Jones pod. <laughs> it's, just, it's an off-season Jenkins and Jones pod, which I feel like is okay. enough. That's, that gets you excited enough. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Sure. to the Breakfast Club, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that shit, that shit blew up in they motherfucking face. <laughs> Basically, the Breakfast Club is still alive, but Angela Yee is going somewhere else. And like Angela Yee tweeted out, you know, this is the end of the Breakfast Club as we know it. You know, the as we know it qualifier. A lot of motherfuckers just jumped over there like, good riddance, motherfuckers. We hated y'all. We can't stand y'all. I'm so glad this shit's over with. And that shit is still there. And now these motherfuckers are like, wow, this is not the setup we were expecting. I think what's funny is like. You know, as we know it, and like, I don't think about Angela Yee when I think of the Breakfast Club. You know what I mean? Think like Charlotte McGay, Charlotte McGay, Charlotte McGay. I mean, DJ Yee, DJ DJ E. You know, I think about him getting clowned by Dean Merrill. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I mean. I didn't really know you were part of the Breakfast Club. I did, but you know, not really. So I don't know. I thought that, I thought that was an inter- interesting way to announce she's leaving. I just think the dynamic of like going on Twitter and being like, "I have one week to live," and like the first quote don't tweet just being like, "Thank fucking God!" Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> a lot don't. of people must hate watch that shit though, because it be doing numbers, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, be doing yeah, numbers. I'm- I mean, I mean, regardless of how you feel about it, if you're a black, you know, um, music artist, you're a black actor, that is on your spot on your promo tour. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it, that you is in New York, there, you so. pull up. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine listening to people that I hated so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dog, turn that shit off if it bothers you that much. That's crazy. Shit. Hey, hey, we 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 had some of that when, when, when we first got on with the volume, some of, you know, some bleed over from, from you know, Big Dog Collins bass, and, and they were like, what is this? It ain't for you, motherfucker. That's what it is. So, Nigga. <laughs> right? Bro. So, bitch, you can bounce. <laughs> Please. <Yeah. laughs> God damn, we haven't nigga. gotten a flag, Abby, in a in a minute on, uh, on Twitter doing the, I listened for 30 seconds before I heard the first N-word. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard a, a white man mad that he heard a black man say nigga in a while. <laughs> so I think we're we're heading in the right direction, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, semi semi RIP to uh, DJ Angela Lee. DJ Angela Lee. Charlotte McGay. Y'all got some names, y'all. <laughs> y'all got some names. Oh, man. <laughs> Funny, what the, did he I, say? I, I, think, I think the funniest shit about that that Webby clip that people overlook is when he asked who Charlotte McGain was. Like this yeah. motherfucker's been on that. <laughs> he has been interviewed by that dude. He had no idea what. And then he was like, "Oh, the asshole." Okay, He's yeah. Charlotte McGain. Charlotte McGain. <laughs> Charlotte McGain. Oh man. He saw that word, bro. <laughs> head did three turns, nigga. <laughs> Eyes went in the back of his head. Charlotte McGay. We need a hall Duh, of we need a That's hall a hell of, of a fame. name for real. We need, we need a hall of fame for brain shutdowns where you see a word that's too big. And then we this this has happened to everyone. This shit happens to me too. But I when think your it, eyes twitch fast. Yes, it's it, it's it's Charlotte McGain. It's uh Kevin Garnett seeing the word equivalent. 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 So equivalent. What is the I love that. <laughs> I, hey bro, I was do y'all don't respect that? Hollywood? I respect 
respected so much. He was on television. I'm not playing with y'all. Equivocal. We moving on. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna set me up to get dunked on like this. You know what I mean? Because you, if he mad, if he fought to try to pronounce that shit, the fallout afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> no, he made the right decision. Hey, the five six twos in the name pronunciation trenches, bro. We cover high school sports in Long Beach. We do videos. We just get a roster from a coach, whatever. Like it's fifty kids on each team, some shit. You just you just calling the video, and it's just like these different names. Rule number one is you just say it with confidence and move on. You know what I mean? If you're saying it right, but you say it with hesitation, it's gonna sound like you're saying it wrong. If you say it wrong yeah. with confidence, <laughs> I mean, my last name is Gardabasio. I've never had my last name pronounced correctly until we got on the, until I got on your podcast. <laughs> Also, it's so diverse in Long Beach, too, man. So I can't imagine the names y'all run across. I can pronounce Polynesian names. I can pronounce most white names. Some of the Eastern European shit fucks me up for sure. I can pronounce black sure. names. Hispanic. I can pronounce Cambodian and Thai names. <clears throat> I sound like the biggest gringo in the world trying to say a Hispanic name correctly. You know what mm. I mean? If it has any kind of flavor to it. Juniper, Juniper, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's the culture of my city. All right. Um, let's talk about, uh, I have this topic down as KD and all that. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, I feel like you are actually like the world's foremost authority on the dysfunctional workplace <laughs> dynamic of the Brooklyn basketball basketball team uh where do we rank <laughs> kevin durant saying you know what replace the coach and the gm and the owner going no <laughs> F- <laughs> fuck you yeah I, I have become a subject matter expert on the who's calling hr on who of, tyler of, of the Brooklyn <laughs> but but this is this is fucking hilarious because i think it all comes down to the Nets still not believing KD when he says what he says. You know what I mean? I still think they think he's bluffing. And I, like I said, I don't think KD's someone who talks just to hear himself talk. He's not that type of dude. But um, what, what what's interesting to me here is Joe Psy just taking this public approach of who he's siding with during the, this drama. Like we, I don't think we've ever seen that from an owner where you've got you know a standoff with your franchise player about a trade request and you are tweeting out who you're siding with that you're siding with the coach and the GM. I don't think we've seen that before. But, you know, it all boils down to what I said before. Like, I don't think Josiah is moving here in the best interest of, you know, the the Nets as a basketball team, of, of the best product he could put out there. I think this is all a fucking, you know... A, a, a publicity stunt, a PR move, whatever, to get his rep back. Because, you know, like I said before, so many billionaires, when they get into sports, when they get into team ownership, they're doing that shit, of course, to make money. And they're also doing that shit to impress other rich people. And the other rich people were laughing at his ass with the way, you know, KD and Kyrie were running the show there. So, um, picking, picking Steve Nash... <laughs> Speaking Steve fucking Ash like he's Greg Popovich over Kevin Durant is something I cannot get with. But like I said, I, I think that it's it's not about him putting the best product out there. He's trying to get his rep back. I think it's just so weird that Kevin Durant actually made some like this is what Kevin Durant should have said from jump, bro. We we can't win with Steve Nash. I don't want to play with this motherfucker anymore. You know what I mean? Everybody knows this shit, but Josiah. Everybody knows this but Josiah. You know what I mean? Like, bro, that makes no sense to me. We all understand that you're not going to win with Steve Nash. He was the fucking biggest joke of the fucking internet during the first the first uh, joint of the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? The first round. Everybody was talking about it. Kevin Durant just finally tells him, you know, hey, bro, no, n- n- no Steve Nash. This just ain't going to work. I'm not going to pretend anymore. You feel me? 
And he goes public like, that's just ridiculous. This was a Kevin Durant's most reasonable ask. <laughs> Give me a fucking coach that coaches, please. You know what I mean? A coach and is Josiah's not going to play like, me no. for 48 minutes a game yeah. off an bro, Achilles injury. Bro, yeah. a, a coach that, yeah, right. You saw what already happened to me, bro. You know what I mean? Like, give me give me an actual coach and Joe size like, no, publicly. So him to keep his rep back, he's willing to look stupid. You know what I'm saying? He's willing to be stupid not to be laughed at by rich people. Bro, get fucking Kevin Durant, a good coach, fuck the mother rich people, and cash out, nigga. You got Kyrie and KD. That is money, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess when you're a billionaire, you don't need no more. Fuck it. You got all the money you you know you ever need for 17 lives. But right, it's right. just it makes no sense to me that somebody that can't be as stupid as it's, he's acting right now is acting this stupid publicly. Oh, so it's, other it's, rich people don't laugh at him. It's, it's weird. It's very, it's, it's very stupid, but it's you know, it's it's prideful. It's rooted in pride here. That's what this this shit is all about. You know, it's it's he's trying to grab some power back. But um, you know, going back to what you said, Steve Nash, he should have been out of there. Um, at the end of, of last postseason, 2021, when we, after that Milwaukee series. Like, granted, they got some bad breaks with, with Kyrie and Harden being out, but that was a chance for Nash to show his, his acumen, to show his coaching chops. And the only thing, the only adjustment this motherfucker did was play KD for 47 minutes that series. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he, he's not built for this. And when you're, and, and I've seen a lot of people saying, well, you know, KD picked Steve Nash. So how he's going to ask for Steve Nash to get he out? Okay. Yeah, he was wrong. He and, was he's, wrong. and he's admitting that. And he's he's right admitting that now. Yeah, exactly. Right. You don't have to be committed to being wrong just because you made a mistake. You don't have to be wrong in, in perpetuity. And what's, what's the word? Perpetuity, whatever the fuck. In you don't perpetuity. Equivalent. Yeah. Charlotte You don't got to be wrong in Charlotte But yeah, look. Okay, so 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 you were wrong about giving um Kevin Durant the keys to the franchise. You were wrong about riding with Kevin Durant on Steve Nash. Fix both that shit. Take the keys back from KD and get another fucking coach. It's that simple. It I makes just, no it, sense, bro. Yeah, I mean, you, you you hit it on the head. I don't know how you look at Steve Nash and go, that looks like a good hill to die on. That looks like a good oh, hill yeah. to bury my NBA franchise <laughs> on the hill of fucking Steve Nash. But it, it's, it's exactly what you said. The most insecure people I know are also among the most successful people that I know. And I think if you are insane enough to do like uh, who, who was saying that I think Dame, someone was saying this about Jay-Z, that the reason he's not on social media is because he's the most sensitive person in the world. Those mm. are the people that rise to the highest levels, because that's how crazy you have to be to have five hundred million dollars in the bank and be like, I have to double this and show up to work <laughs> and continue again. to work. Bro. <laughs> So, so I, I, t I totally agree with Tyler. It's, it, it's entirely a pride play for 29 other people that own NBA <laughs> right. franchises. For 29 other people who he probably hates, but he wants to be in the board of governors and the owners meetings, not, get, not having people look at him going, oh, his dick's a couple inches shorter than I thought it was. Like, <laughs> that's not how you... But it is. But it is. <laughs> All of theirs is. <laughs> but the, this is, it's just, Steve Nash has improved shit as a coach. He's only, all we've seen is a lack of ability. And you look at Kevin Durant, a fucking two-time champion, a motherfucker that almost beat the Bucks by his fucking self. He was a 
a shoe size, a, a, a half a size too big, you know what I'm saying, from beating the fucking from Bucks. Altering the history you, of the NBA. Altering the history of the NBA, you know what I mean? Taking away the, what, what was that, 60 point game from fucking Giannis that he got in the finals to beat 50, the, the 50, 14, five blocks, 50, 16 from Jesus 19 from fucking Christ, you know what I mean? But anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and you look at, and you look at Steve Nash and you choose that over that, I don't care how much pride I have. I don't care how much people laugh at me. That doesn't make any sense. Right. The, it, it, the math does not math. And I mean, there's just no excuse for Josiah and, and how he's moving. You, you know what I'm saying? And you, and now you just blatantly make your, making yourself look like, bro, I, K, K, everybody's like, you know, was on, uh, was as clowning KD on some shit like, Katie's always running from the grind and all, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Now we all understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, run from this motherfucker here because he ain't talk- He ain't making no goddamn sense. I think you can have uh, criticisms or feel negatively about KD and the moves he's made and still be reasonable enough to accept that he's correct, at least about the head coach. I- I'll make a point about the... Uh, I take the point about the GM. I know that there's Nets fans who are like, we feel like we have a great front office. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the coach, mm-hmm. the-, the most sacred thing in pro sports, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, whatever, is the window right how long can you keep the window open and teams that have gone to the next level you think about that with the warriors you remember how much shit the warriors took for firing mark jackson after they had right. one of their most successful seasons ever but their ownership and keeping and their front- uh uh, 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 Thompson too. They was they had a they had yes. a, was it was Kevin over over K Love yes. at that time, and they had but they had a front office that said this coach has done really good things here, but this is mm. not where we're trying mm. to get to, and they were correct. I'm not right. saying I think Steve Kerr is the best coach in the world, but you can't argue with the results of what happened, right? And so that's the deal here. You might feel like. Oh, the superstar picked it picked Steve Nash. So now this is my line in the sand that you can't pick a coach twice or whatever. But he's correct that that's not the guy to get them where they're trying right. to go. And you can't disagree with him on principle. Maybe that works in business, but that does not work in fucking sports. You know, it's it's a stupid position to put yourself in. And it's a follow up topic. You're leaving yourself with a dude who was asked about playing in a playoff game and left the group chat. That motherfucker that- is entertaining. That, that Ben Simmons amuses me so very much. I do not understand how people are mad at that man and, and not enjoying the fucking performance arcs that he's been giving us the last couple of years. It's been phenomenal, bro. I have enjoyed every second of this Ben Simmons riot. As good as Ben Simmons has been when he's actually playing ball, he's 10 times more interesting when he's not. This whole shit has been so much more fun than watching him hoop. And he's been in, what, two all-star games in the three years he's actually played basketball? God-tier fucking defensive player. You know what I mean? And I would much rather see this shit. This shit has been great. Good for you, Ben. This is an entertainment. And regardless of if you're playing basketball, you're still entertaining. That man left You're still working. Right. <laughs> he ain't leave him on read. That man dipped. That man right. gave him the motherfucking aim door slam sound effect on that motherfucker. 
Because they asked him to play a basketball game. <laughs> I wonder. No, no, they asked him to play a basketball game in the basketball team group chat. <laughs> hey, I'm not here for this. What the fuck? Basketball talk? <laughs> you see this fit I'm finna put on, bro? All this orange, nigga? <laughs> I bought that to sit on the sideline, nigga. Fuck you, me. Dog. Man, I, it's 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 it's. It, I, do we do we think when do we think we're gonna see Ben Simmons hoop again? Do are we gonna see Ben Simmons hooping next year? Yeah, do we yeah. think that starting I, I, the season? I, yeah, I think he'll be there at the season opener. And 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 there's a part of you know all jokes aside, I completely understand if Ben Simmons felt like they were trying to throw him to the wolves and trying to make him a scapegoat. Oh, by they throwing were. Him in, right, right. Throwing this man in the in the fucking ML, uh, elimination game as his first game back. No, no, I, I get it. Bro, can you imagine Twitter if they like them losing, adding Ben Simmons, and he had anything to do with that loss, dog? Starting back over, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, nah, and of all I, the teams, right you're gonna decision. you're gonna throw him in against that defense. I mean, you know what I mean? I I fully respect his decision. I just think it's funny. Like I'm trying to picture a world where we're in the group chat <laughs> with fucking Jackson and Adam. <laughs> and Jackson's like, how about how about 11 a.m. on Sunday? <laughs> you just leave the group. Just just leave John left the group. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> just for the vibes, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, add me back, man. I was playing. <laughs> Does he get back in the group chat? You know, was it after that stunt? Oh, you know what I mean? They have to oh, start man. a whole new group chat for him because he did that. I did that as a joke. I did that as a joke in a group chat, and then everyone was mad at me because we had to start a new group chat because they couldn't have me back in. <laughs> they lost all the content. They yeah. were mad about the lost yeah. content. <laughs> I just thought it would be funny. Someone said something. And I fucking left the group chat, but then I, I, I thought it I was could funny. add myself back in. I it thought was it was AIM, funny. guys. I thought it was fucking 1996. It's my bad. I thought you could add him back in, too. That actually isn't your fault. You should be able to be added back in. Thank Apple's you. slipping. Thank you, John. You feel me? Thank you. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today big news fanduel has an all-new mobile gaming app fanduel faceoff fanduel faceoff is where you compete in quick fun games against other real people for real cash it has all sorts of games you're familiar with like a home run derby wheel of fortune puzzle and strategy games with more on the way contests are action-packed and last between two and five minutes so you can play on your couch waiting in line during a commercial break wherever and on your schedule. Plus, you can practice for free anytime. Whether it be head-to-head, multiplayer, or larger tournaments, FanDuel Faceoff has something for you. Plus, in most contests, you'll be matched against players of similar skill level, so you're never totally overmatched, even as a beginner. Faceoff is also tied to your FanDuel account and wallet, so you can easily use your daily fantasy funds or sportsbook winnings in the app. Uh, I downloaded the FanDuel Facebook app and competed in a few non-cash contests, I uh, really love that Wheel of Fortune, as I always say. I uh, grew up watching that with my grandparents. Uh, I love that it has simple gameplay and that it's connected to my existing FanDuel Fantasy and Sportsbook account. Visit FanDuel.com slash J&J to download the FanDuel Faceoff app and get in the game. Age and location restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See www.FanDuel.com slash Faceoff dash terms for terms and conditions. I saw this tweet Tyler put up 20 seconds after he put it up, and I knew it was going to be the fucking funniest thing that happened on Twitter this week, but Tyler said he has a friend that's uh, trying to plan for you guys meeting up for homecoming, <laughs> and uh, and he's being, as as will happen with black friends, he's being, he's being made fun of for being organized, <laughs> or being made fun of for anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to my dog Leon if you listen to he was uh he's the organizing ass nigga, you know what I'm saying, who who be mm-hmm. getting us all together and shit. He was my first roommate in college, my first college friend, still my friend to this day. That's my dog. But yeah, man, we be uh <laughs> he's an organized motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? He's been that way his whole life. Like I said, when I was his roommate, he was organizing shit. And now that, you know, we're all alumni, we all spread across the map and shit. He's been, you know, the the organizer who, you know, maps shit out for, for homecoming and for our get togethers and shit. And we <laughs> and we was just clowning that motherfucker the other day. We was like, damn. Damn, fucking organized ass nigga. Uh, uh, different color tabs in my binder ass nigga. 
like family reunion ass nigga family reunion t-shirt face ass nigga <laughs> niggas like bro we needed you in the 60s nigga you'd have been doing numbers mobilizing people for the NAACP and shit like, so, so yeah man it's all yeah that's, that's bro we, we clown people for everything like someone tweeted me and said something black people do is add an ass nigga to one of your strengths to make it one of your weaknesses. And I was like, God damn, that's scripture right there, bro. Brilliance. Brilliance. Yeah, Yeah, but also, I want to read something that um, Twitter user Yo Girl Marley sent me, which was interesting as fuck to me, where she said that, you know, the, the, the way that we clown our friends in love is similar to reverse dominance, which is one of the practices used by hunter-gatherers to maintain their egalitarian ways of intense cooperation and, sh- and sharing. Dog in our homies is in our blood. That's the tweet she sent, and she sent me this excerpt. Okay, it says, theory one, hunter-gatherers practice a system of reverse dominance that prevented anyone from assuming power over others. The writing of anthropologists make it clear that hunter-gatherers were not passively egalitarian, they were actively so. Indeed, in the words of anthropologist Richard Lee, they were fiercely egalitarian. They would not tolerate anyone's boasting or putting on airs or trying to lord it over others. Their first line of defense was ridicule. If anyone, especially a young man, attempted to act better than others or failed to show proper humility in daily life, the rest of the group, especially the elders, would make fun of that person until proper humility was shown. <laughs> One regular practice of the group that Lee studied was that, uh, was that of insulting the meat. Whenever a hunter brought back a fat antelope or other prize game item to be shared with the band, the hunter had to express proper humility by talking about how skinny and worthless it was. If he failed to do that, which rarely happened, others would do it for him and make fun of him in the process. When, when Lee asked one of the elders of the group about this practice, the response he received was the following. When a young man kills much meat, he comes to think of himself as a big man, and he thinks of the rest of us as his inferiors. We can't accept this. We refuse one who boasts. For someday, his pride will make him kill somebody. So we mm. always speak of his meat as worthless. In this way, we cool his heart and we make him gentle. I thought that was interesting as fuck. And then the funniest shit is the tweet right under that said, oh, researching ass nigga. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I thought that was a fucking... <laughs> so... <laughs> so <laughs> But I thought that was interesting as fuck, man. I thought that was a very interesting, you know, origin oh, story. Oh shit, man! I saw uh, somebody said every time he, uh, every time he tries to recommend a non-Marvel movie to his friends, <laughs> they start calling him fucking Sundance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, he said it, it don't even be no art film shit. He, was like, he said, I, I recommended Panic Room, and they were like, oh, here you go again. <laughs> <laughs> Panic Room? Panic Room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and, shouts, and shouts to the homie Smokey Leroy Jr. He's a listener of the show uh, who, who, hit a, who hit Shorty with the old research and ass nigga. That was, That's too that was funny, perfect. man. That's so That's fucking funny. funny. What's, this, what's the stupidest, <laughs> funniest thing you've been made fun of for? my group of friends i told y'all in the group chat i have been made fun of by my black friends for not knowing how to be white because i wasn't racist enough <laughs> i think I remember, I remember one time um in college we, we me and the homies were at the library and it was raining i had like this little ass umbrella that 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 our fucking dorms were giving away it was in the lobby for anyone to take right look just a little fucking hand size umbrella and i pulled it out when it was raining they was like damn look at this prepared ass nigga right here eagle scout ass <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> 
I, I got clown oh. for being prepared, bro. Hey, but I'm just saying, umbrellas, bro. That's who carries umbrellas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's 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 a different level. Th- this is th- this is back in my cornrow day, man. You know, what okay, I'm you, had I, I, I you had to protect them. You had to protect that hair. Wig wet. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I had to pat that motherfucker when you was itching and shit. Um, yeah. I think the most effective joint <laughs> was I was I had that house fire. And like uh, in 2011, and I think I, I, I guess I brought it up too much. You know, what I mean, I was like, yeah, back when I nigga, niggas knew I had it, I just was talking about it. And uh, <laughs> my nigga Jabari, real nigga, you know what I'm saying? We was driving to Chicago on a, on just like a little road trip. He looked at me and said, "Don't bring that tiny Tim ass shit up ever again, <laughs> dog." <laughs> And I didn't. <laughs> and I needed to hear that, bro. You soaking too much. Get the fuck up out of that. You good, baby. We cool. We here. We on our way to Chicago. Let's have some fun. Don't bring that fucking house fire <laughs> from fucking a year and a half ago over here. So, yeah, bro. I I, I, I still, I've been clowning for all types of shit, the wildest shit. But that was the, like, that, I think the most effective, that like, nigga, stuck. that's a, that one was that was beautiful. I mean, I just had to respect that shit like a motherfucker. I've been made fun of for loving my wife. That's always a a, a common target. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Y'all Tremendous. been together a minute. That makes sense. Yeah, that's a lifelong. Uh, that's a that's a lifelong thing. I've been made fun of for. Right, right, right. <laughs> I've, I've been made fun of for loving my wife by multiple sets of friends. <laughs> 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 oh shit. Okay. Um, speaking of things that uh, it's actually that it's very, very, very much worth making fun of. Did you see the lions, not sheep story from this week, gentlemen? I, I vaguely saw it. Um, they they branded themselves as making all their okay, apparel okay, in, okay, in the okay. U.S. Uh, right? yeah, I They're being <laughs> fined by the government for the Lions Not Sheep clothing line cutting off the Made in China tags off of their apparel and sewing on a Made in USA tag, which is illegal. <laughs> who Who caught it, though? Who caught it? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that someone who just doesn't like them reported it because no was one was a researching ass nigga and looked that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, if, if you if you're gonna be a grifter, you gotta be shameless. You can't be, you know, trying to, you know, backtrack and hide your tracks like that. Like those MAGA hats, those motherfuckers were made in China, bro. Oh, for sure. Clear as day on the motherfuckers. And and Trump did not give a fuck. If you're gonna be a grifter, you gotta be shameless, man. Uh, thinking that the audience for the Lions Not Sheep clothing line actually cares, actually has the like intellectual consistency to be like, this shirt wasn't made in America. That's so that's the funny. That's the funniest part of the whole thing. You're exactly right. They were going to get that and go, well, I can't walk around being an asshole with this on, but it says it was made in China. Like, <laughs> right, right. Because you're right. And, you know, some of those MAGA hats were fucking embroidered by an embroidery shop in Long Beach. And you're exactly right. Every one of those fucking hats came in with a big ass made in Vietnam, made in China tag on it. And none of those motherfuckers give a fuck because they don't actually give a fuck about any of that shit. They just want to wear the shit in your face. That's all. You know, that's the whole thing. They don't give a fuck. They're not like, oh, no, the American textile industry. It's not about them feeling good about their country. They want to make you feel bad Correct. about right, this country. Right, that's right. the goal. 
Well, I have to say, I'm not often cheering for the FBI, and I'm not often snapping crisp salutes at the national anthem when I'm covering fucking games. But Donald Trump's <laughs> hotel getting raided by the FBI and the crybaby tantrum that has ensued is the fucking funniest fucking shit hilarious. I've seen in this country in quite some time, bro. <laughs> dog, dog. Somebody tweeted at the FBI, do an unboxing video. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that shit on YouTube. It's gonna do numbers, yeah. baby. Guaranteed. Shit, I'm, I'm in, tapping in. Hell yeah. I'm tapping in. Oh my that man, god. That man buried his ex-wife on his golf course. I don't think we talk enough about that. What the fuck was that, dude? You do you know why? Did you read the story about why? No, why? Why did he bury her like she was a golden retriever? I need to know this. This is Damn. gonna you're gonna you are gonna love this. Put her out to patch it like all yellow. God damn. Yeah, he told he right, he told the kids she's up on she she's she's playing on a farm upstate with lots Sheesh. of other monsters. He buried her on the golf course because the golf courses exist in a certain tax bracket and cemeteries get some huge fucking tax breaks and all you have to do is have one person buried on the property for it to wow. be a cemetery. So, so he, he buried his, his ex-wife. ex-wife like right next to the tea box on hole one so that he could get like an extra 20% in tax breaks on the fucking golf course. Shut down. That's a Joe Psy motherfucker. Does he, that is a Joe Does he thank her That's when he pulls up on hole one? You Joe know what I mean? Ass, nigga. Appreciate sure. you, old bat. You know what I mean? And tee <laughs> off. What? I mean, that's just sick. That is crazy, bro. Um... That's what it takes to be a billionaire, though. You got to think yeah. like that. Burying your ex-wife on a fucking golf course for the tax breaks. Fuck that shit, nigga. On a golf course. Devils. Right across, right across from the corn dog nuggets. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? <laughs> drop, drop, drop some hot dog juice on on the way to T1 accidentally. <laughs> shit. Crazy. Incredible. Uh, I did want to bring up one other MAGA topic. Uh, pardon me, but it, we, I have to talk about the lady with the enormous Hitler hat. last week, MAGA today. Uh-oh. Goddamn, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Go ahead. I'm trying. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be better at being white. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to erase the stain. Uh, Lean of, more of into your history. <laughs> uh, we have to talk about the 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 large the large hat lady. Uh, I don't know the context of the video, except I guess she was being interviewed upset that Donald Trump got raided and she felt like wearing a giant foam MAGA hat would like lend credibility to To make us think take her more serious like (laughs) I really mean this with this big ass hat on are you fucking crazy (laughs) bro how big is that hat dog where do you buy hats like that? They are selling things like that. That something like that should have to be right, definitely, bro. <laughs> that shit should have. She should have to go ask somebody to make that. She shouldn't have to. She shouldn't be able to pull up and buy a hat that looks like that. They'll sell Y'all, fucking anything. It's crazy. Y'all, y'all remember uh, Pee Wee Herman's home, cowboy homie who had that big ass foam hat? Man, <laughs> y'all remember that shit? Yeah, that's what that shit reminded me of. That hat was big as fuck. I mean, you look, I mean, you look stupid as fuck with the normal size hat on. You know what I'm saying? So just taking it to cartoonish heights, I don't know, man. What? How did Pee Wee go out? I, was it? Was he? What was going on? Was he? Was he, was he in a porn got, theater jerking got, off? Yes. Yes. And um. 
He wasn't exposing you know, himself. To, no, it to, was it okay. was it was it was legal for him to do that there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What 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 got fucking? We were kids, so we didn't get the innuendo. The exactly, I was wondering about that. It was, it was it was it was yeah. yeah th- th- the reason he really got into it was because it was a gay you know Correct. showing, and that's what what oh. got him railroaded. We and just so thought he was being a nasty Pee-wee adult over man. that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah and it's so his I, career. I, I fuck with I fuck with Pee Wee hella tough. That was my nigga. Me too. I you had the Pee Wee Herman playset, bro. And, and, and they were setting it up like Pee Wee was fucking exposing himself to children or some shit. I remember like stories like that. He where was, and I was jerking like, off in a porn theater, bro. And, it, and so like I was one like I was like I, I wanted in to in 2022. I, I, that's not even a you're not getting 10 minutes of yeah. new cycle for that. You feel me? And they <laughs> we, ruined we clowning it. you on Twitter for an hour and that's it. You know, bro, what I'm saying? he was. Like, he, they, I mean that that man had an empire that they ruined because he was gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog man. Yeah. He he, mas- he he masturbated in a theater that allowed masturbation, but like I said, he got railroaded because it was gay. It, he, it was in a gay theater, so they didn't tell us all that. It, and, yeah. spe- yep. and specifically to connect the dots, he was he was gay. He was in a in a a, a, a gay theater, but he was doing a kid show. I mean, that's really what the you know what I mean. Like yeah, he, yeah, he could have yeah. been he could have probably been gay and been in entertainment, but he was gay and doing stuff for kids and. I mean, you see, those motherfuckers are still sensitive about that shit. They still think that that's evil or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's 2022 at this point. But <clears throat> as long as they got their fucking giant... You know, that lady was watching the fucking Pee Wee Herman show and saw a giant hat dude and was like, I wonder what he has to say about presidential <laughs> politics. Like, she <laughs> she feels like if she puts her giant hat on, she could say whatever the fuck she wants to say, I guess. All right. But, but yeah, man, you know... Everybody beat their dick, dog. You know, I'm sure the dude in the Barney, you know, a costume was, you know, stroking his shit too. But you know, what I'm saying like, just because PB was, you know, in a fucking gay theater, that's why that should happen too. Yeah. So, dirty game, man. Dirty Super game, dirty. man. Damn, man. And what, what's what was what was the most flagrant part? I mean, obviously, he lost his career, and that's horrible for him. You know, what I'm saying, and you know, but like, dude, we missed out his kids, and also like how they ruined his name, how they turned him yeah. into like a bad human being. You know what I mean? Like the right. stories that went around about Pee Wee were completely, they were horrible and completely false. And we were sharing these stories amongst kids, you know what I'm saying? As kids in like elementary school. That's crazy. Yeah. I want, has, 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 like, was there like a doc on this or something? Like that they, they called the motherfuckers out? Well, they did this you, shit? So, so the actor, so as you can imagine something. with my dad, some, this was like a, yeah. th- this is a subject he was interested in. The actor Paul Rubens, yeah. he actually, like, he still does the character. And he, they had a Netflix mm-hmm. movie come out, a Pee Wee Netflix movie, a new one come out not that long ago. Um, okay. So he's still, I mean, he's doing, you know. You were on TV for five years in the fucking 80s. You're a bajillionaire now still. You know what I mean? Like okay. he's, he's he's doing they definitely fucked his career over and all that shit. But um, but he, he's been, you know, I don't know. He's been he's been working. So, OK, we had some shit back in the day, bro. Ernest scared stupid. Pee wee. We, I watch Ernest, Ernest scared stupid with the kids every every year. Bro, that shit was fire. I watched that shit probably 86 times. <laughs> Ernest was funny as fuck. Bro, we, right, I'm Ernest telling you, we watch it every October. Hell, bro. That yeah. shit crazy. I'm going to run it back with Somi. She need to know. She need to know where daddy came from. Ernest. Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Raised on Ernest Scared Stupid. You know what I mean? We we uh, we uh ordered it on uh, pay-per-view and then recorded. We had all our VHSG. <laughs> we paid that little $16 or was it? Was it like $3 for pay-per-view? Record that bitch on the v- VHS. 
Jason's lyric, all that shit, bro. We mm. was stealing back in the nineties. Stealing, <laughs> pirating, media. pirating, and they would all, and we would, we be recording the warning of piracy. Oh yeah, the yeah. piracy warning will be recorded on the VHS. Nobody gave a fuck. Well, that's why Crazy. it's so funny to me when people talk about how the internet or like whatever made it easier to steal stuff. It's like it's harder to steal stuff now because there's a possibility you might get caught. We would get steal caught, everything bro. in the nineties, and no one like what we used to do. The, the Although we didn't, uh, I don't even know what that pay-per-view option was. I never even heard of that. What we used to do was we would go to the Blockbuster and we would just take whatever new movie we wanted to see and put it in one of the old movie cases that, that was a 99 cent rental. So we get the five dollars oh, for show. We get the five dollar rental for 99 cents. So that way it's like you know we didn't have a ton of money, but we could rent 99 cents every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay. So y'all was whatever. switching them in in the Blockbuster. Yeah. Okay, I thought y'all was swapping at the crib and like giving them back to some. Oh no, I think they would. I think that would have. I think that's traceable. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right, I want to talk about the Rock. <laughs> oh man. They asked him. He's doing a uh, a press junket for the new superhero pets movie, which my kids are very fucking excited to see. By the way. Sure, it'll be great for him. I think it'll be fun as hell. And somebody asked him if you could be a pet. Well, this is a, such a setup question, too. Someone <laughs> asked him if you could be a pet of any celebrity, who would you be a pet for? And before the question was out of their mouth, he said, Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> Real and he was one. right. Real yeah. one. And he was that, right. That's a great fucking answer. <laughs> and Party said, go, go home to your white wife. <laughs> Go home to your jackal wife. Rock. That's what he said for real. He said, he said, so, yeah, yeah, he said he called him a milkmaid, basically. Oh, yeah, oh, like, shit. Her, not her, that in exact words, but he said some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, her boyfriend responded with some sen- with some sensitivity <laughs> about Dwayne the Rock Johnson desiring to be a pet owned by his girlfriend. <laughs> hey, if you were with Megan the Stallion. You gotta put the. You have to wake up, and before you put your glasses on, you have to put the blinders on, right? That's the only way you're gonna survive that. You can't be sensitive about the Rock finding Megan the Stallion attractive, bro. Right, and that was and, and, and that was a very G-rated thing for the Rock to say. Like the shit that people have said about Megan, about the things they would like for her to do to them, and and the, the, dog, bro, like you just gotta you know don't show that man the group chat. <laughs> Please don't show that large man in the group chat. That large, sensitive, angry ass man that doesn't know how to be with a baddie. The damn group chat. Lord knows, keep it away from him. Cause, bruh, dude. Like I, I sent y'all the tweet when old boy was like, "Yo, you supposed to laugh that off." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And move on. Laugh with Meg right next to you. Holding two hands of cheeks for fucking safety. Okay? You know what I mean? And, and, and move on. Because that, you know, like some dudes don't know how to be with a baddie. Party probably been with baddies before. Meg the Stallion is a baddie on a different level and a popular, popular baddie. So I can understand he get caught slipping ever so often. Don't put that online, though, man. Laugh that shit off. Talk to your lady. 
y'all laugh about that. Tell, you know what I'm saying? And move on. But G, like the internet's not right a lot, but they've been right with what the shit they've been saying, bro. It's when if you want a bad bitch, they come with bad bitch problems. You know what I mean? Everybody want them. Or gonna you, talk about them, mention them. If you want the you, baddest. The Rock is gonna be among those problems, bro. bro. I think what happened though, she, The Rock is a bad bitch himself. If we keeping it a stack, baby, yeah. that's a handsome ass nigga. You feel me? Whether he got a white woman at home or not, <laughs> that's not my business. <laughs> Even with the milk not, mustache, this day, <laughs> hey, hey, that's his household, not mine. You feel what I'm saying? You okay? Regardless, you were in the gym with The Rock a couple years ago. You I still was in talk the gym with you the rock. Saw, you saw him and you were like, "Oh my goodness!" I, bro, I saw the rock. Let me, I mean, I, I probably told the story. I don't gotta tell the story anywhere. Anyway, handsome, beautiful, beautiful man, right? And Meg knows it too. And black women love the rock, regardless of who he fucking with. I don't, you know, what I'm saying country like my people in this my, my homies in the South, homegirls love the fucking rock. And you know and how she you know probably that they said love him? something. Is that I didn't know what? he was married to a white woman. <laughs> right. They don't give a fuck about her. She that would have come up before. That would have come oh, up for before. Sure. <laughs> for sure. They ignore all of that. And so Meg's probably said something about The Rock before. Facts. And The Rock said something about Meg. And Party was like, Hold on. He saw, Hold on. He saw that on. rock. <laughs> <laughs> saw the rock say that and he felt a little bit a little ways about that and I get that but keep that to yourself Bubba you not gonna win and the internet gonna eat that up you feel me and they did so you just can't see it you just have to bro. be the I pretend I do not see it meme you know you can just, see it bro you go you gonna see it you gonna see it bro you walking down the street you got a nice one, especially if you round black people, niggas gonna look. It is what it is, bruh. You can't fall for it every time. You know what I mean? The happiest motherfucker is the motherfucker that ain't trying to fight it. They just know he with a nice one and just lean into it. You know what I'm saying? And laugh about it in the car with his lady. That's the happy one with the baddie. You feel me? You can't be with a baddie and be sensitive. It ain't for the weak of heart, nigga. <laughs> it ain't for the weak of heart, baby. You know what I'm saying? And that's a fact. And he just got caught up because the baddest, she he with the baddest one. You know what I mean? And the baddest bitch in the industry is the rock. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to men, you know what I mean? And he says something. He got sensitive. It makes sense. But you can't respond that way, baby. Crack a joke in the Rock's mentions. Y'all can become Bubba's. Maybe he, he's a producer, too. He might put you in a movie. Make some money off that. So you can keep that baddie in a Birkin <laughs> that you bought, <laughs> not her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it also Move might smooth be, out here. Move smooth. But it also might be like Gabrielle Union telling Dwayne Wade's wife at the time that she's a huge fan of her husband. You know what I mean? I would stay as far away from The Rock as possible. Look, look. Okay, I, I, I hear you on that, but The Rock ain't. Come on. That's a hey, come on, man. The Rock said that, and I get it, bro. But, but he's not actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yes. For sure. Yes. He gets home and unscrews it. For reasons you know we'll talk mean? about off the pod, because yeah, yeah, okay, I think right, we're gonna right, go sure, a little sure, bit sure, far sure. left. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Last topic. Um, this happened over the weekend, but uh I just saw it on on uh, earlier this week and I thought we needed to talk about it. I just texted you guys a picture, I don't know if you saw this on the timeline, of someone who got a white person, a white 
White. White people. White. <laughs> First time I heard that, I died laughing. <laughs> He's a white. He's white. He's a <laughs> white. Um, Go ahead. Got uh, a sh- Nike shoes tattooed oh on his God. feet. Did you see this, John? Yes. I saw it. Give me... Give me the a narration of what went through your head the first time you saw it. What went through my head? The only question I thought was why? Why? And then I saw a response that said, this ain't it. And that's all I thought. He's not my business what he did for real. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that white man like that. I don't know that nigga. But I did think, why? Who said that was cool? And how much did you pay for this to do this dumbass shit? You a grown ass man, you gonna have kids one day. Okay, maybe. You might already have kids. They gonna look at you with this motherfucking sticker tattooed on your on your foot. You look silly. And then he tattooed the, bro, like, white people love the Jordan 1, dog. They love, nigga. They love <laughs> that Jordan 1, dog. He tattooed that shit. Bro, I'm not, I, you know, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Gentrification. That's what went through my mind. Don't gentrify the Jordan 1. You already got the force, okay? I already got to deal with that shit, you know? Beating them shits to hell, you know what I'm saying? Ignoring the history. But yeah, man, that's what I thought. I, my main thought was why. Yeah, same here. But like, your feet are sensitive as fuck too. Like, like you will hop into a shower that's too hot, and your body will like go in the shot. You know what I'm saying? I cannot imagine getting all that fucking ink done on your feet, or going through all that fucking pain, and that shit still be trash as fuck. It's not like, you jump in a shower and hop on your tippy toes. Hell yeah, but <laughs> that was that my first thought. Toes. Was, was how ticklish I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Someone put tattooing between my toes to, in order to get the stupidest looking tattoo ever. <laughs> he paid for it too. He paid money to have that type of pain for a dumbass tattoo. Y'all don't do shit and then send it to your homies like, is this stupid? Usually I'm like, yo, I, I kind of ask, like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, especially if I'm doing something like a big, you know, what do y'all think about this? Run it through the group chat. Boom. You know what I mean? Y'all been like, hell nah, fuck hell ass nah. nigga. And I been like, all right, yeah, y'all right. Move on. Where are the people that's going to call him a fuck ass nigga? You know what I'm saying? Oh, sneaker, tattoo, foot ass nigga. Who, who, where, where, the, where, where the homies just going to call this dumb ass that? If, if, you can't get away with that shit if you black. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have homies telling you what time it is. The Caucasian culture is not you bring home the meat and say, oh, look at how poor the meat is. The Caucasian culture is you bring home 10 pounds of meat. bury your wife on the fucking golf course. That's Caucasian culture. (laughs) You you bring home 10 pounds of meat and say, I brought home 30 pounds of meat. And then the other people are jealous of you and then you're killing each other. You know what I mean? That's the the difference, right? That's how you end up with someone in between your pinky toe and your other toe tattooing a fucking black line that's supposed to look like a sneaker. Insane. All right. Insane. That's all the time we have for Jenkins and Jones. We will be back on Monday. Hope uh, end of the week goes smooth for everyone. And uh, we'll see you all in a couple days. Bye. Bye.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.